1: Everyone, good afternoon, good evening to some of you. This is Anthony Casenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Just coming at you, giving you a real brief uh, Facebook Live session here as uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have announced their 53 man roster. They are, um, in case you've missed it, uh, there's a, a couple of surprises. There are some that maybe aren't as surprising as some others, but the announcement has been made. There are probably likely to be some, um, you know, some different moves being made likely through the waiver wire, probably not trade, but we don't know for sure. Um, They're probably not done tweaking this roster as it currently stands though. So that is something to note. Um, Just some kind of overarching news and notes. Uh, You know, I'm not going to go through some of the stuff that's, really um, kind of has, has been predictable. But uh, as some may have heard, Rodney Anderson did tear his ACL once again, and he has been placed to the injured reserve list, as has Jeff Driscoll. And the Jeff Driscoll move has paved the way for the Bengals to keep Jake Dolagala on the final roster. So the Bengals are keeping three quarterbacks on the final roster, including Dolagala. Uh, obviously Dolagala played well the past two weeks in the preseason, but they obviously saw something there that made them believe that if they tried to stash him on the practice squad, either he would get nabbed up later in the year or he may not make it through waivers. So the Bengals did keep three quarterbacks, including Jake Dolagala there. Um, unfortunately, Darquez Denard is on the staying on the pup list. Uh, so that means he'll probably be out for the first six weeks of the season. Um, Jonah Williams is also on that pup list. We'll see when he is able to return from that shoulder surgery. Obviously, I don't want to rush him back, but the sooner the better, given the offensive line depth. Alex Redman is, of course, he's going to be a roster exemption because he's going to be suspended for the first four games of the year. Um, and then, you know, interestingly enough, the Bengals terminated John Jerry. Uh, his his contract there and then they waived a number of players so some of the surprises again jake dole making it the Bengals only currently carrying three running backs they probably would have carried four with rodney anderson had he not been on ir at wide receiver a lot of the same uh names here especially at the top aj green tyler boyd john ross alex erickson where it gets interesting we did know for a little while now that damian willis made the team he will be starting week one against seattle out tate uh, kind of predictable, made the team, and so he is on the roster. But the last one here, some people believed Cody Core was going to make the team, but Josh Malone ended up making the team instead. Um, so the Bengals went with kind of the more higher ceiling guy, I guess, in Malone over a guy that maybe can contribute more on special teams in Core. A little bit of a surprise at tight end, they kept Seethan Carter instead of Mason Shrek. So that's a little bit, a uh, little bit kind of of a different look there. Offensive line, they, they only kept eight guys, um, and the surprise there is that they kept O'Shea Dugas, the backup offensive tackle. It's possible that he's one of the first guys to go if the Bengals make a waiver claim on somebody else, but um, interestingly enough, Dugas is on the final roster as we sit here on on. Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening for some of you. So, um, you know, that's that's something to kind of keep an eye on. The Bengals went heavy on defensive line where Josh Tupo and Andrew Brown both made it. Jordan Willis also made it. Um, so Dunlap, Atkins, Billings, Hubbard, Lawson, Glasgow, Tupo, Brown, Wren, Wynn, and Willis are your 11. Defensive linemen, the Bengals kind of also gave us a little bit of a surprise at linebacker. They did keep five. Um, but Vigil, Preston Brown, Jordan Evans, Jermaine Pratt, and Hardy Nickerson makes it over Deshaun Davis. That's probably an area where the Bengals will look to add some depth as well through the waiver wires. My guess is um, they may look at adding as uh, you know at least one, maybe even up to two players through waivers. Um, it, probably a linebacker and somewhere on the offensive line is my guess. Cornerback... Uh, a little bit of a different look here, William Jackson, Draker Kirkpatrick, B.W. Webb, Darius Phillips, and, and Tony McRae make it. Obviously, the Denard injury has uh, has an impact there. And then, um, you know, Devontae Harris uh, did not make it. He kind of had an up-and-down preseason, some wow plays, and then some penalties and other issues that that hurt him. Darius Phillips showed enough as a return man and uh, backup. backup. Uh, defensive back that the, that the team wanted to keep him. Kavari Russell is is also waived, so he is no longer on the team there. Uh, safety: the Bengals uh, went with Jesse Bates, Sean Williams, Clayton Fedulim, and Brandon Wilson. Then, of course, Clark Harris, Kevin Huber, and Randy Bullock are your specialists. So, um, you know that's that's kind of where we're at right now, and this is probably going to change. The waiver wire claim deadline is Sunday at noon Eastern. So Um, I know I said I was going to come on the air only on Sunday, but just given this roster news, I I felt we had to do it today. And then of course, if the Bengals make some moves tomorrow as well, being Sunday, we will be on the air and, and take uh, some questions and comments as well, but um, at least give you the news here about the roster. And then of course, if any waiver claims are made, Anthony, Michael Cade asks uh, why three quarterbacks could use depth somewhere else. Well, um, I agree with you on the could, could have used depth somewhere else. Unfortunately, really the guys they got rid of, uh, I mean, are they really going to provide a ton of, I mean, really the depth that they would be looking for should be on the waiver wire should be out there from outside players. So, um, you know, I think, I think that, uh, Taylor being a former quarterback, he's got the pedigree of grooming quarterbacks. He's got a soft spot for that position, obviously. He thinks Dolagala can be developed into something special, whether that's a career NFL backup or, I don't know, spot starter or something like that. Um, He obviously played pretty well throughout the preseason, and the team likes him. They felt that they wanted to hang on to him and that they would not be able to keep him on the practice squad. So that's why they went heavy there. I do agree offensive line and linebacker are very light in terms of both talent and numbers. Um, So, and that may change, right? Um, Dolagala might be one of those casualties. I see him maybe being a bit safer than a Hardy Nickerson and O'Shea Dugas or others um, that, that are on the team, but we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Sunday is the day that they will be making waiver claims. Um, (laughs) Jeremy Kuhn, probably going to need three quarterbacks with that offensive line. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried about that. Um, a little worried about the the how things are comprised and then of course they've they face Seattle week 1 and Seattle just swung a big trade for Jadavian Clowny obviously bringing more potential matchup issues to the Bengals at, in their week 1 matchup on the road in Seattle with the noise and all of that so that's a little nerve inducing i guess if you want to if you want to put it that way um no idea about Cordy Glenn, Jamie Craig, if he's going to play Sunday. My guess is probably uh, because they have rested him for a while, but uh, we'll see exactly how that how that is going to play out. Um, yeah, and then Anthony Shepard here asks, um, you know, what's what's up with Green? Any word? You know, it's been very quiet uh, on the AJ Green front. I think that um, you know, I, I said this, and maybe some of the other. Podcasts and things that we do um, I think that they're playing it pretty cautious with him i would I would expect him pro- to miss probably two games I, I wouldn't expect him to miss much more than that unless there is a setback that 's just completely my speculation i've not heard that from anybody, but um, you know I, I would I would say you know within the first month he should be back. I, I would think unless there's some sort of uh, lingering issue, and the sooner the better because this, uh, this team needs talent. And then, of course, when he comes back, the wide res- they kept seven wide receivers. So when he comes back, there may be a shakeup there. Maybe Malone's the first to go there. Maybe they do some other things at different position groups. But they kept seven, obviously, with the thinking that, um, you know, they got to use and or dress somebody else on game day when green is out. So, um, we'll see that chance. Why, why is Nickerson on this roster? Just why? (laughs) Uh, I don't have a clear answer for you on that one. Um, I really thought that this coaching staff would have preferred Davis, the guy that they drafted as opposed to Nickerson, two very similar style of play type of guys. Um, Deshaun Davis, if you know anything about him, go, go read up on his story. Very interesting guy. And so I, I hope things end up working out for him. Uh, I think we've seen enough of Hardy Nickerson to know what we're getting there. Um, You know, maybe it's just familiarity, it's special teams, it's, you know, a, a guy that, I don't know, they're comfortable with for some reason over Davis and over others. Again, that's one of the guys I think that is kind of on the bubble if the Bengals make a waiver wire addition. Now, going back to the roster a little bit, And we'll get out of here in just a couple minutes. But going back to the roster a little bit, I I did like the move of going heavy on defensive line. The Bengals were decimated on the defensive line last year from injury. Um, You know, I I think the the more this team can rush the passer, the more this team can do different things on defense. They were deplorable on defense last year, so. Um, You know, and some of that had to do with not only the injuries, injuries on the defensive line, but a lack of depth on the defensive line. So I think keeping a guy like Tupo to help out in the run game, I think keeping a versatile guy like Andrew Brown, who showed he can do some things off the edge and has the history of being an effective interior lineman. I think keeping that guy, a versatile guy like Kerry Wynn, Jordan Willis had a really good preseason. So you hope he can kind of parlay that into a new thing a new type of beginning this season. And then, um, Wren still developing, but a freak of nature in terms of an athlete. Uh, you know, I I like what they did with the defensive line, even though it caused them to maybe go lighter at cornerback, lighter at linebacker, um, you know, light at running back. Uh, there, there are a couple of, of real, uh, you know, areas that make you, a little a little tentative now the running back air uh, position group kind of scares me a little bit with the Anderson injury you know you would hope I had hoped that that was obviously a minor injury, but it was not. That was a guy that you, I think, showed a lot. And given that Joe Mixon missed two games last year, Giovanni Bernard has missed games in the past. It's just a a position that takes a beating. Trevion Williams is hurt. The guy they kept as the third running back, he's currently hurt. He may not play week one. He's got a foot issue. And I I think earlier in the preseason he had a rib issue. So, um, you know – that, that's a little scary. That might be a position they look at adding to, depending on uh, how things shake out. Also, one thing to note, you know, if the Bengals do not make a substantial amount of waiver claims, or maybe they only make one instead of all of us clamoring for at least two, um, it, you have to note one thing. The A lot of times the Bengals bring in a guy after week one and week two of the regular season, a veteran guy to help out. And the reason they do that is because the guaranteed money in a contract is affected in terms of what's given to the player. And obviously the guaranteed money, if anybody has been around the Bengals for any amount of time and their free agency process they don't like to give out heavy amounts of guaranteed money. They like to keep things team friendly. So that's another avenue where maybe they do not get someone or get multiple people this Sunday. Maybe they do it a week or two weeks into the season, especially after they gauge, you know, in-game stuff where these guys are playing. They're actually, you know, seeing starting starting caliber players. The coaches are still finding their way and they're still – you know, trying to tinker with the roster the best they can. So maybe that's where another addition comes in, um, whether it's an offensive lineman, a linebacker or what have you. But, um, you know, I don't think we need to go into ultra panic mode if the Bengals do not make a significant waiver claim or a couple of waiver claims right away on Sunday. They may be able to do something down the road here. Um, Again, I'm Anthony Cazenza with – cincyjungle.com and the orange and black insider Bengals podcast thanks for joining us on this saturday evening i hope you are getting your labor day weekend off with a bang i hope you're uh, celebrating i hope you're being safe i hope you're celebrating in a good way i hope you're maybe getting some sun hanging out with family friends watching college football uh that's there's a whole slate of games that uh are on and have been on today so i uh, hope you have enjoyed that
2: support for this show comes from sylvan learning And get your child's assessment for only twenty nine dollars. That's s y l v 29com um,
1: Let's let's talk about uh, you know I, I kind of want to reference this in regards to a question that Adam rose in the in the live chat. Um, sent here. He, he talks about LaShawn McCoy from Buffalo. So let, let's talk about some of the guys who were released that are um, maybe guys that the Bengals look at in terms of a waiver wire claim. I don't think LaShawn McCoy is a guy that they will look at. Um, I think they've already got two high profile guys in terms of Mixon and Gio Bernard at the top end of that running back group. I think it's more of a, you know, maybe a late round pick of recent years from another team that. Um, they call up if they need to do that. Uh, I, I would, especially if, you know, if Travion Williams can't go week one, I, I would think they probably do something there to call somebody up uh, at least, you know, for a, for the time being there. I don't think LaShawn McCoy is at. Kiko Alonso was not released. The linebacker from the Miami Dolphins, a lot of indications said that he was going to be released. He is not released, but the, the, feeling is that the, the team probably the dolphins hung on to him because they were maybe going to get some form of a trade value for him so he is not hitting waivers he is available for trade apparently uh, as is apparently laramie tunsell their their offensive tackle though the price tag for that would be very high and then, of course, Trent Williams, the, the offensive tackle uh, out of Washington, also obviously not cut, but a guy who may be available for trade. But some other names out there are are pretty interesting. Martinez Rankin is a versatile offensive lineman that the Texans let go, a former third-round pick. That may be a guy that uh, the Bengals look at. Um, you know, the, the list can go. We, we can talk for a long time about some of these guys that, that are floating out there. But I think if it, that's a guy that immediately springs to mind, potentially kiko alonzo in a trade type of scenario Uh, unfortunately um, you know a lot of times if you're going to go the waiver wire route for an addition you're not going to get an immediate high impact starter usually out there um you know these are guys that were cut for a reason um you know that's that's why they're available so um you know that's that's something to kind of keep in in mind these are probably guys that may compete for a starting spot that are high quality depth um, special teams guys that sort of thing I mean I think really one of the and some of you may shake your head at this but really one of the most high impact players in recent memory that the Bengals grabbed on final after final cuts and on the waiver wire was Brandon Tate so you know that that really is kind of more likely than not the caliber of player you're going to see on the open market or on the waiver wire. Brandon Marshall was, um, you know, uh, with the Oakland Raiders, he was recently let go. So he may be a guy, the Bengals kicked the tires on. He wasn't fully healthy. He was kind of regaining, uh, his, he claims he was kind of regain, regaining his form during the preseason and didn't give his best showing, but he's ready to go now if you uh, read his Twitter and other social media accounts. So um, that may be a guy that the Bengals look at. Again, Kiko Alonso it should be available for trade. A couple of offensive linemen may be available for trade, but the price tag there will be very high. Um, and then, of course, there's the Martinez-Rankin kid who was let go by the Texans, among many other – people some of these guys may not even be on that that we're talking about may not even be on the Bengals' radar and vice versa so um even so i don't i do not think that the roster as it was presented on saturday afternoon to all of us um is a is a final product i think there's going to be some uh some final tweaking we're going to get out of here just a, a recap real quick on the final roster, in case you are just joining us or in case you're wondering of all the names, the Bengals kept three quarterbacks Andy Dalton, Ryan Finley, and Jake Dolagala. Obviously, that would probably be the depth chart order as well. Running back, the Bengals kept three Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, and Travion Williams. Again, probably the depth chart there. Wide receiver, the Bengals kept seven AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, Alex Erickson, Damian Willis, Auden Tate, and Josh Malone. Green is not set to play for at least week one. We'll see what happens beyond that. The Bengals kept four tight ends, C.J. Uzama, Tyler Eifert, Drew Sample, and Seaton Carter. They kept eight offensive linemen as as of Saturday, Cordy Glenn, Michael Jordan, Trey Hopkins, John Miller, Bobby Hart, Andre Smith, Billy Price, and O'Shea Dugas. They kept 11 defensive linemen, went heavy there. Uh, Carlos Dunlap, Geno Adkins, Andrew Billings, Sam Hubbard, Carl Lawson, Ryan Glasgow, Josh Tupo, Andrew Brown, Renell Wren, Kerry Wynn, and Jordan Willis. They went light at linebacker, kept only five. Again, that's probably one of the spots they may look at boosting. With outside help, Nick Vigil, Preston Brown, Jordan Evans, Jermaine Pratt, Hardy Nickerson. They only kept five cornerbacks, William Jackson, Draker, Patrick, B.W. Webb, Darius Phillips, and Tony McRae. Worth noting that Darquez Denard is on the pup list as is Jonah Williams, the rookie. So that affects both the cornerback group and the offensive line group and how those are comprised at safety. They have Jesse Bates, the third Sean Williams, Clayton Fedulum, and Brandon Wilson. They kept four there. And then of course the three specialists, Clark Harris, Kevin Huber and Randy Bullock. So that's as of Saturday afternoon and evening, that's your Bengals roster. Thanks for tuning in everybody. In case you are you and in case you're new to uh, these parts, keep it to Cincyjungle.com for all the news, opinions, analysis, breakdowns, breaking news, all that good stuff. Videos like this. We also run a podcast. My colleague John Sheeran and I run a podcast, the Orange and Black Insider. It is available wherever you get your, your pot, your audio podcast. It's also on YouTube and we do some of the stuff here on the Facebook live videos. So, um, Check us out, and uh, we hope to see you when we record live and or uh, hope to see you as a subscriber to our podcast as well as on the message boards at cincyjungle.com. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll probably be back at you on Sunday after the waiver claims and practice squad folks are announced, so uh, you'll get to see my beautiful face once again. But um, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, we're getting close to the regular season. Good day.